let's talk about values. What are values? Values are what is important to you. Values are what you hold in your heart and then reflect into the world. Maybe you really value having a thousand count in your, in your sheets, a thousand thread count. Maybe you value having a body that's really athletically built and you spend time and, and maybe even money building your body to be uh, really great in performing sports. Maybe you value going out and picking your own pumpkin out of your own garden that you planted with your own hands and grew from seed and now you're gonna make pumpkin pie out of it and you do that every fall with your grandchildren. Maybe that's something that you value. Now values can change over time. I know at one point in my life, I really valued sitting down at the piano and practicing for an hour. That was really important to me. However, that's not important to me anymore. I don't value that like I used to. So values can fluctuate, values can change. Values can also be in distortion. So I could value something really distorted like, I can hold a grudge longer than anybody else. How about, um, I, I drive the fastest car in my neighborhood and so that means I'm better than everybody else. I could also value something really denigrating like I have the ugliest feet and I just spend so much time looking at my feet thinking they're just so ugly, they're so big, they don't fit with the rest of my body. And so I value beating myself up. A lot of people today value beating themselves up. It's really sad. If you value principles of truth, now you're getting into character. This is where character is built. When you take your own personal values and project them onto principles of truth. So it would sound like this. I value being honest. I value being responsible. I value uh, being kind to people around me. I value forgiving. I value um, being humble and looking at myself and asking, are there things in my life that I need to change? Character is built when principles of truth become a person's values. That is so important. If you want to be a person of high moral character, then you must, you must value principles of truth. So today we are going to be talking all about a woman who does not have values in her life. Now this is a scary place to be and here's why it's scary not to have values. Values offer direction. Values give a left or a right. They give a calibration as to, ooh, you're, you're really, really hot here or you're really, really cold here. So it gives you a place to measure yourself. Now without a, a standard of measurement, it is really hard to know if you're off, if you don't even know what side you're facing, if you don't even know what direction you're standing. Having a value says, ooh, ooh, you, you need to make some adjustments here, which is good. It's, it's wonderful to be able to get feedback with yourself. So you go, okay, I, I do feel off. You know what, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna change that, or I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna repent. I'm gonna go back and I'm going to um, make some adjustments. When you don't have values, you don't know when you're off. And what you end up doing is reverting to people around you to tell you what to do. 
And that is what is going on with this woman who writes us today. She has no values, and so she is susceptible to being manipulated by her children, by um, others around her. If you want to be solid and you don't want to be manipulated, you have to have values. And I would encourage you to make sure those values are based in principles of honesty, responsibility, and humility. Hello everyone, I am your host, Ruby Frankie. Welcome to another episode of the Connections Podcast, where we help you create joy in your life and relationships. Start your training today at connectionsclassroom.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Connections Coaching, or join our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth with Jody and Ruby. The question that came in is being asked by a mother, and she wants to know who should she listen to? What should she do? What is the answer? How do I fix this? How do I help this person over here who's uncomfortable feel comfortable? How do I help this person over here uh, feel comfortable? How do I make me feel comfortable? And so I want you to be listening to that without getting drawn into the storyline and see if you can find the lack of principles or the lack of values in this in this question. So she says, hello moms. My 17 year old son has been dating a girl from his school for a few months now. I was hesitant at first, but I have gotten to know her. She is a nice girl. But my 21 year old daughter gets very upset when we invite her to things like dinner with our family or over for game night. She says it is because this girl is not of the same faith as us. She does not want her brother to foster this relationship because he is unequally yoked. And she's got that in quotation marks. Um, I don't think she is wrong. So the mom is saying, I don't think my daughter is wrong. But I do not see it as a big deal because I do not think it will last as he will be a senior and be going off to college in a year. And she's only going to be a sophomore. We invited her and her family over for the 4th of July, and my daughter got very upset, saying I was just encouraging a wrongful relationship. I am not sure what to do. Okay, so I am not going to tell you what to do, and I am not going to tell you who to listen to. And I'm not going to tell you what, what's wrong and what's right. What I would like to do is point out the lack of values that I see in this. So your daughter, who's 21, you could say she's controlling. You could say she's in distortion. You could also say um, she's advocating for her brother. I don't know enough details about who this girl is dating. I don't know what your 21 year old daughter means when she says they're unequally yoked. I don't know why she is adamant. And I want to point out your daughter has valued, it sounds like marrying within the same religion. That's what I'm understanding because she says, the daughter says that the girlfriend is not of the same faith as us. So your daughter is valuing being married inside the same religion. That is very apparent that that is important to her and that's 
maybe what she means when she says unequally yoked. So here's my question to the mother. What are your values? What are your guiding principles? Where are you looking and who are you looking to? The reason this is an important question for all of us to ask ourselves is because it keeps us from being in a situation where we're feeling tugged and pulled. As I'm reading this question, I can feel the anxiousness inside this mother where she feels like, oh, but my daughter, I don't feel like she's wrong. I kind of feel like she's right. And then I see you being pulled by your son. Oh, well, you know, it's it's just going to be a short-term relationship because he's going to be going off to college in a year and, and this is going to die out anyway. This is not a long-term relationship. Let them just have their fun as they're in school. So I can, can you see the mom being tossed back and forth by her children? The reason it's important for parents to have solid values and to know where they stand inside those values is so that they don't get this tug and pull. And so they're not manipulated so that they hold their authority because this daughter is talking to you, the mother, as if she's got more authority than you. This daughter is talking as if you need to listen to her and you're showing up going, well, I don't know. I'm not sure what to do. I'm just going to avoid it. (laughs) When, when I hear you say, you know, he's going to be a senior and off to college in a year. So she's going to be a sophomore. I just hear you saying, I'm going to not look at this. I'm going to avoid this and just let this play out. Avoidance is not a principle of truth. It's actually a principle of distortion. It's a tactic of deception. You're saying, I really do agree with the daughter and I'm not willing to say anything. So there's an unwillingness and unwillingness is a lack of humility, I'm unwilling to look at the situation square in the face and and be decisive and set an expectation. Setting an expectation for your children is is important. And that's just that's just general wisdom. That is general guidance. Parents are the guides of their children. Now, can you force your child? Can you make your child do what you expect? Well, no, no, we have agency. You can't do that. That's fortunate. I I don't want to be responsible for my son's agency. I am responsible to teach my son about his agency, but I'm not responsible for the choices my child ends up making. When my values are really clear to me, it is going to be reflected in my attitude and my beliefs and my choices. And what you're reflecting is that you don't have a particular attitude. You don't have a belief. And if you do, you're being very, very controlling about it. You're not letting it be seen. You're not letting it be known. You're allowing um, everyone else's opinions and everyone else's values and beliefs be known and you're hiding yours. Do you like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss a show by subscribing to our podcast now or go to connectionsclassroom.com and click transform with Jody. So why are you doing that? Why are you not letting your expectations come up to the front? Is it, is it because you're afraid? Is it because 
you don't want confrontation? Is it because you don't know if it's okay for you to have expectations? Is it because you don't know if you can have beliefs and values? Maybe you've shared your beliefs before and you've been invalidated. Maybe you have said something and spoken up and said, hey, here's an expectation that I have and you've been immediately squashed. Has that been the case? I don't know why you're unwilling to speak up. Those might be some of the reasons. So what do you value? When you value something, even if it's something in distortion, it's much easier to switch and and to change and to repent, to, um, to decide, oh, you know, I used to value... Um, money. I used to value making um, a lot of money. And now I can see that there's not a lot of humility in that. So I now value being creative. So I can still make money being creative, but the motive has has shifted. So now I'm, I'm in truth. Um, it's easier to shift a value from distortion into truth than it is to not have any values and to try to conjure up the energy to make up what you value. And, and what I hear when I read this is, you don't have a lot of energy. If I was to draw a picture of what I hear when I read this is kind of a lump on a log. Like I can see you being helpless and hopeless kind of composing yourself like a rag doll with no backbone, no interests. And I don't say that because I'm saying I don't like you. I'm not saying that because I think you're a bad mom. I'm not saying that because um, I want to be mean to you. I am reflecting the lack of energy that I hear and encourage you to, to feel. What do you desire? What do you like? What are your preferences? And then ask yourself, are these being guided by principles? So your, your daughter could be in complete distortion, wanting her brother to um, only date people inside his own faith. She could be in distortion or she could do that in truth. I don't know enough information with this to know what the case is. But what I do know is that you are unwilling to make a decision. You're unwilling or unable to see the, the, the problem with you not having a care or you do have a care and you're not willing to state it. Having values gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a sense of direction. Having value is what helps you to grow. It gives you something to, um, to look at a situation and then filter it through what you value. And it's like, okay, is this situation that's occurring in front of me, does it meet the criteria of what I value. And if it doesn't, now I can have some animation and say, oh, I, I have a problem with this. Or it can give you some animation to go, hmm, um, you know, daughter who's 21, I actually value this over here and I'm not okay with you giving me any more feedback. I would like that feedback to stop. Or maybe you look at it and say, you know, I'm not okay with my 17-year-old pairing off with an individual right now. 
while you're living in my home and you're 17 and you know your responsibilities are this, this, and this and you're dating this girl has been a big distraction from you meeting all of the uh, responsibilities that are in your life right now and you're getting ready for college. I don't think that the timing of this is appropriate. I love the girl and I think she's darling and I love the family and the timing is what's not um, feeling right for me. So, but you, you are not sharing any of these thoughts and feelings. You're just relying on your children to tell you what to feel. And you're relying on your children to tell you what direction to go. So I'm not telling you who's right or who's wrong. And I'm not telling you that you need to do this or this. What I am hoping that you hear from my response is an invitation to listen to what you are feeling and and take those feelings and then compare it to truth is what i'm feeling is what i'm perceiving being responsible is my son being responsible and am i being responsible in how i'm perceiving this i'll tell you when you avoid and you ignore it there's no responsibility in that when and you ask yourself okay am i being honest And is my son being honest? So you're going to have to really look at that. Open your eyes. Is your son being honest? And are you being honest? Well, you've said here that um, you're not being honest because you said, I don't think my daughter is wrong, but I do not see it as a big deal. So what you're saying is that I can see something's off over here, but I'm going to minimize it. And I'm not going to say anything. That's emotional dishonesty. And ask yourself, is my son being humble? I don't know if he is or not. And you would ask yourself, am I being humble? And is my perception uh, in truth? So there's a lot of questions that you need to ask yourself in order to know where truth is in this situation. So get some values. Make sure they're based in principles and then look at the scenario and hold your power. Hold your power. You're the mother. And even though your daughter is an adult, you're, you're still the mother. And you don't have to take feedback from her if you don't want. And if she's giving you feedback and truth, why wouldn't you want to consider that? Just a lot of questions to consider in answering this question. Thank you so much for writing in and asking. Thank you so much for listening to the Connections podcast today. Share this podcast with your family and friends. And if you have not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. You can find on-demand and live training at connectionsclassroom.com to help you create joy in your life and relationships. You can also find parenting support in our private Facebook group, Moms of Truth with Jody and Ruby. I'm your host, Ruby Frankie, and thanks for listening. 